0: It's so low again like a light that's lost upon the stage. So the more it shines, it goes away. Surely then see the curtain rising to show us once. Again.
1: Welcome to Mystic Grace Podcast. Number fifteen. This is the fifteen podcast, and I am broadcasting from Saint Augustine, Florida, and sitting here with my wonderful friends Archie and Allison Cochran, and they were my neighbors for ten years. We actually uh, made a path through the woods, through a little wooded area that that we shared, and we made a path because uh, when I first. Barrel down the driveway in my old truck to Tonka. The first thing I saw was these guys outside. And Allison had her hat on. It was in June. And it was 2006. And I also saw this wire, like, I stretched uh, across the lawn. And I thought that it was from a ham operator radio wire. That was my first thought, and it was. And Archie was the ham operator operator radio guy. And Archie, what was your handle, your signal?
0: Uh, My call sign is Keto Bravo 1 Delta Oscar Whiskey.
1: Okay, so you said your call sign is that. That means that you still have it?
0: I still have it, yes. I have a license.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. All right, that's cool. So then I knew that I was in the right place because... I was about to set up um, a, a healing center and start working with frequencies, sound healing frequencies and, and whatever. And I rolled my window down. I think I remember rolling my truck window down and I said, "Lobster at six or something." and I said and so invited them over for dinner. Do you remember that also? I do. Yeah. Um,
2: that was your, that was your first party with all of all of your family that lived in the area it was wonderful and the whole experience was first experience and you know, it was just warm and welcoming and very comfortable
1: yeah thank you so i really feel that god mm-hmm. put these neighbors there for me because what i was about to do was something very futuristic uh to have build a healing center a space uh, where people could heal. This has been a dream of mine, was a dream of mine since 1987, when my mother was diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And she was 57 years old. So I'm one of eight kids. And as I was standing in the living room of my sister's house, my sister, Claire, I was praying for this mother of ours. And I was thinking, how are we going to heal her? What, what could I do? And then I heard this booming voice Male energy voice, tell me, you can heal yourself with color, sound, and vibration. And I was stunned. And I looked around and I said, did someone just tell me in my head, you know, and I said, did I just hear what I thought I heard? And the Mm -hmm. voice said again, yes, (laughs) you humans can heal yourselves with color, sound, and vibration. This was in 1987. I was 34 years old. So I had gotten a blast or a shot from the other side, which I felt was God telling me how, how to heal this mother, my, uh, my mother. So then I was so stunned, but then I wanted to figure out how to do this. How? Where shall I go or who should I talk to or how do we do this? And then I heard nothing. <laughs> nothing so that's that's really fair right i mean when you're praying and you hear an answer to to a, a problem and so then how was i supposed to how was i supposed to do this so that was in 1987 it took until 2006 for me to go back home because at that time i was living in prescott arizona and i I had a teepee made, an 18-foot teepee. I had someone painted in chakra colors. And and basically, I just said, okay, God, here we go. I've got this teepee. I'll set it up wherever you want me to go. Where shall I go? And I was given go back home to Mystic, Connecticut. And I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it. So I bought a house over the phone. And my siblings had gone to the house to see, make sure that it was a good spot for me. And they and it actually had a curvature in the earth for the teepee out back. It was a one acre triangular shaped property and with a, a space for the teepee. And I went and I bought it over the phone. <laughs> it was uh, quite the experience, but I call it my God screen. And then lo and behold, these guys were already there. You built that home.
2: Yes, we did. Right.
1: And what year did you build the home?
2: 2002 we moved in.
1: 2002? So you were there four years already. Okay, so they also built, or uh, did you buy this lighthouse or build the lighthouse? We bought it. You bought it. Yeah. Okay. And then you hooked it up. And little fountain. It was a little fountain, and it was very, very cool. And when... Uh, they turned it on. That light would beam into my house and go, and and it would go around the room. <laughs> it was very cool. It my did? yes, it oh. it did. It reached it reached that far. I I didn't know that. Did you, Artie? Did you ever come over to see that? It what it what it did. No, uh, I never did.
2: A beacon.
1: It was a beacon. It was a beacon. See the house that I bought and moved in was the anchor house at the end of the long driveway. Mm -hmm. And, um, you guys have coordinates on your house, but I, but I didn't, but anyway, Mm -hmm. um, so we became really, really good friends and excellent neighbors. And most importantly, they, uh, tried out my healing table, my sound healing table. So then I started to renovate the house and, um, they were just so helpful and, and wonderful, and they had built-in experience as well. So I benefited from from their from their expertise, and they they didn't bat an eye with all the stuff that I was doing there with the healing work, what I wanted to do, what my intentions were, and they were just like, yeah, that's S- support, support, yeah, yep, and they were open to trying whatever whatever I had going on there so they called my table in the healing room Clabby Airlines (laughs) they said let's go for a ride on Clabby Airlines right for a flight oh (laughs) a flight because because why did you call it that well
2: if you were open to it you could travel and I did it more than once.
1: Yes, yes. This is what the energy, I would say, the, the guidance God told me in 1987 about healing with sound, color, and vibration. So I tried, well, we did make the healing room very colorful um the sound healing table was unbelievable it wasn't
2: it wasn't so colorful that it would um distract, distract. you you know it wasn't uh, i'm really sensitive to you know visual things and and sound things but you know it was just a place of peace
1: it a sanctuary it was i finally got to be be able to uh, experience that in the Bible where Yeshua says, all this that I can do. Speaking of the miracles. Archie, do you know where that is in the, in the, the Bible? The mm-hmm. passage?
0: <laughs> I'm
1: afraid I don't. Well, Archie's father was a minister, right? Yes. So what kind of a minister was he?
0: Episcopalian.
1: Episcopalian. Mm-hmm. So you grew up with? The Bible, right? I did, mm-hmm.
0: although I wasn't as good a student as I should have been, or could have been, perhaps. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know the verses and the pages, but I'm pretty good with the intent, anyway.
1: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Um, I learned this in the fourth grade when the fourth grade Catholic. Uh, teacher was saying that Yeshua said, all this that I can do, you can do and more in my name. And he's speaking of the healing, he's speaking of the healing miracles. So then when I was given that shout in 1987, I thought, well, what else is there to do? What there isn't anything better for me to do than, than to try this. So the healing table was the vibroacoustical sound healing table. And it was hydraulic and you can move it, you could move it up and down. The entire room, though, was a vortex of being able to lie on that table or or, or sit in the room and be in a very peaceful sanctuous like a sacrosant. This is what by that time I could hear really well my guides, and and they would tell me that this sacrosant. He would say, "Calling this is a sacrosanct. It's a very holy, holy place. Yeah. Holy, and and this is what the healing is about. Uh, that that God gives us that we are ho- perfect, whole, and complete anyway in His eyes, and this is part of the healing education." This this
2: ties into. Um yoga or any other sort of spiritual quest it's like on a table you could go into nidra which in yoga is your your present but you're kind of not really conscious but you are conscious it's hard to explain Mm -hmm. but if if you've ever experience that where you just have this wonderful sense of peace that's nidra nidra
1: nidra yes yeah and actually allison and archie built their own sanctuary you know in their in the bottom level their Mm -hmm. their basement and a beautiful room right Mm -hmm. and you had you did meditation in there did you have anything what else did you have in there
2: um well, a friend of mine, very talented stained glass person made me a chakra window so that the the lights came in, but it was just such a nice, cozy space. You could exercise, you could do yoga, you could meditate, but you know, it it was just a really comfortable, warm, loving place, a loving place.
1: Yes. And I think that every single human being on this planet, especially at this time, should have a corner somewhere in their house or take a closet and have some place where they could sit and meditate and, you know, gather themselves again, because it's pretty rough out there traveling around. It's busy and it's chaotic and it's, People are kind of not knowing what what's happening anymore. Every day there's something something new, and we've got to get this peaceful connection back. and And I think that to just to have something any any little space at all in a house to devote to, you know.
2: Well, your home is supposed to be your sanctuary. So, you know, if you're not happy being there, then you need to either. Rearrange for furniture, change a color, or add some art or music or whatever gives you peace and pleasure.
1: Right, whatever that is. Now, for someone like myself, who doesn't have a home at the moment, and uh, will be, of course, finding that next space where I will again build another healing center. But for me, I have to create that peace, that home. You know, on the road, <clears throat> and so I certainly do use music and and all of that, but also remembering that my thoughts are energy as well, and frequencies, and so I have to continually bring myself and my thoughts back into a peaceful uh, state of being state state of mind now, frequencies so Archie and and allison um. Are into healing as well, and also they did uh, experiment with me over there in my house that, that was called the Mystic Gathering Center, and we also did some drumming in the teepee. I got put the teepee up, and and Fidel Fidel Bahi was his name, and he came to put the teepee up with me. I, I flew him in from from Arizona, and he had never been. He'd uh, never seen the Connecticut wood before. Uh, and also he never had seen fireflies. Mm-hmm. And when he saw the fireflies at night, he said, I didn't know that they were real. I thought you just, they were in the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd seen them in the movies, but he never. So when we erected the teepee, it was a, a huge out-of-body experience for both of us mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, it was 18 feet in diameter. So it did... It looked like a capsule had landed, um, but it was it was beautiful, and I was wondering what my neighbors, Archie and Allison, would would think of it. <laughs> but they 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 liked it and they enjoyed it, and we did some drumming in there. Did you um, have any experiences in the in the teepee?
0: I had no real memorable experiences. I enjoyed the sight of it and having it there. And being a part of the experience, but I, yeah. my uh, experiences, as I recall, were primarily in the on the sound healing table.
1: right, the sound healing table, yeah, yeah. you know, Archie, I can't even remember when I was in the room working <clears throat> with the guides, of course i was I could hear them so that was, I was clairaudient. I could hear them very well. And so I would pick up the different frequencies, and Archie. But you had already frequencies going on. You had tinnitus, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Still
0: have it if you want some, I'll give you some. <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. So, um, do you remember anything that we did, or any one thing that that stood out? Because I don't remember.
0: I just remember well the one experience I remember the most from being. On the uh, table was um, a scene where my um, mother and father would have been in probably in the middle 40s with horses and everything. And I did see my mother dressed properly for as an equestrian. And, and my father, and I'm not sure if he was uh, dressed for horses or not but she was on the horse and he was there and it was a long, long time ago um, it was a picture I remember seeing um, but I had never seen it before then or after then so that was and I'm not sure if the if there's any remarkable meaning to it but um that's one of the big things I remember
1: Well, that's really cool but then that that's part of the third eye imagery, you know, when you are relaxed, when the body is relaxed and there are certain frequencies playing the music and the whole energy of of that room brought you into this peaceful state where your third eye opens. And then you're able to see through the third eye, which is how I was able to see also your auric field, which they gave me in pictures and things. And frequencies. It was all about sound healing with frequencies. And the greatest gifts that were given were people that came for healing that could open themselves to be able to see and to hear and to heal. That's what it was for. And that's all, that's what I wanted to make the space for because that's what, what was given to me in 1987. And so it it was then time to go ahead and do this. So that's so great. Now, Allison, did you see or hear anything? I had
2: a couple of really interesting flights.
0: <laughs>
2: um, i glad. On one, I remember Arch and I had been on a plane. And I had some pain ar- around my... Um, torso and it, the pain went away, but I went for I went for a session on the sound healing table and Colleen said, you know, there's, I I keep getting something on your right side, something on your right side. And a few months later it happened again. And I went to the doctor and I ended up having, I have gallstones, which I had no idea, which is on the right. And then I remember one time I saw Yeshua walk through the room. And then when the session was over, Colleen said, I don't know about you, but I have never never seen Yeshua come in here before. And I hadn't told her that I had seen him. And then probably the most memorable was when our... um, Youngest daughter was pregnant and I hadn't, the news wasn't out, but after the session, Colleen had her hands behind her back and she said, they want me to ask you if you are willing to accept this gift. And I knew that that was the baby that was coming. That was the gift, our little star
1: seed. Yes, I remember that because when I put my hands behind my back, I said, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? And then it was say this, ask this. So, do would will you accept this gift? I didn't know. I know. I, <laughs> I didn't tell you. Right. Right. I haven't said anything. That's what that room did. This yeah. is what this room did, because I love God. I love God, and I love Yeshua, and I wanted to believe what He said in the Bible. And that he, and that, that we human beings can do this, that we can see and hear and, and heal ourselves. And so I built it. I, we, well, the house was already there, which I bought and then started to renovate. And my, um, main, um, guy, we contractor were the guides (laughs) <laughs> because they would tell me mm-hmm. what to do all the time, I was on twenty four seven that was that was a that was a lot of work, and it was a lot of fun, yeah. but boy, did it come together and i I miss it, but I'm going to build another and the reason that we're speaking about this today is because we're here, the three of us are here. I've been wanting to come and see their their new place down here and talk to them and see Archie, you know, because he's not, he's not feeling well. And, and I just, um, I wanted to see them again. It it meant so much to me to have them next door Mm -hmm. and for them to ground the energy of what I was doing, of what we were doing. So, you know, these, these neighbors were just so important to me, but also because of, mostly because of the mission. This is, all I ever wanted to do since nineteen eighty seven that we found out was the second harmonic convergence, what they call the second harmonic convergence, and I understand that that is when a great deal of light pours onto the planet to kind of wake us up and well,
2: i had a I had my own convergence because that's when I decided I was just driven driven to go to college and become a teacher. Don't know why I could have done it any time in the past or I didn't have to do it at all, but for whatever reason, I don't know. It it was just do it, do it, do it, do it. Yes. And so I did.
1: Yes. Yep. Right. And so this is part of a very big part of the reason that I'm in this field of healing the healing world and the first thing that we have to do is is to be able to be still long enough to hear to be able to be driven to have a purpose like that that purpose
2: that was before we ever met yes and i had no idea why right that i "I have to do this right so you know family my husband and my and our daughters you know total support total support
1: as you are giving them now for what for what their dreams are and what they are doing, you know, yes. One of the things that Allison does is repurpose things. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I've been thinking about that word and I was thinking, could we do that to human beings?
2: Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: <laughs> could we repurpose ourselves? I, I mean, it's kind of interesting, isn't sure, it? why not? Why, why not, right? Yeah, why not?
2: Well, I guess I was repurposed. Yes. From working with cancer patients to working with early adolescents. So, yeah, I was repurposed.
1: <laughs> because when you look around our beautiful place here, I say, well, where did you get that uh, fish or that painting you know, or whatever? And she picks up these things. She made it out of a picket fence. You know, her daughter's picket fence. I went like, oh, for heaven's sake. So she said it, I repurposed it. I went like, oh, I went, oh, for heaven's sake. This is, and it was just so great. So so why can't we repurpose ourselves? I think, what, what about if that's part of the forgiveness or forgiving someone else or getting finished with all the blocks and the things that are in our way so that we can repurpose ourselves because we can't stuff more stuff Things in until we take some stuff out, right? Grudges get
2: very heavy.
1: Grudges get very heavy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And hate is very heavy.
1: Yes, very, very heavy. And so I think everyone is uh, hearing and listening to this every single day uh, about what's happening to our world. And in order for us to be able to hear and see uh, this other uh, world that's full of light and, and solutions and There's an answer for every problem, I think, isn't there? Well,
2: there are more good people than not good people. And, you know, I think you're, you're born to be happy. But it's not something somebody gives you. It's something you make for yourself. You know, things don't make you happy. They might make your life easier, but they don't make you happy and the only thing money does for you is allow you to make different choices. So if you have a little more money, you can have a little bigger house if that's what you want, or you can have a nicer car if you want, but it doesn't make you happy.
1: And I think that's uh what certainly what what I have discovered of course, being in Las Vegas for 20 years and living that life mm-hmm. and then and then doing the spiritual work. And there isn't anything greater or more exciting than doing the the healing work or having people be able to to see and hear and to heal. So now uh, Archie and Allison owned a boat. They still have the boat and it is for sale, (laughs) this beautiful boat. And the name of the boat is? Oniris. Oniris. And that's spelled
0: O-N-E-I-R-O-S.
1: R-O-S, and it means?
0: It's a
2: Greek word that means dream.
1: It's a Greek yeah, Greek word that means dream. What kind of boat is this?
2: It's a sailboat, um, Island Packet. Oh, Island Packet. That's the company that built it. And she's just a wonderful, wonderful ship that there are so many wonderful memories with our girls and with our grandsons and It's sad to see it go, but it's time, and you just have to know when it's time. And I hope that, like our house in Mystic, the woman that bought it was in love with the house the way we were, and so I hope she's had a lot of happy memories. And the same thing with the boat, I hope a family will have as much fun and make as many wonderful memories as we did.
1: Yes, that's all part of the human experience. Also, this law of abundance or law of attraction, where certainly for me, I'm being tested again on how to pick up whatever I need along the road and not worry, you know, about if I don't have something. Of course, I'm traveling with much, many too too many suitcases, mm. on stuff. You know, because I I'm afraid I'm gonna miss something, but that's <clears throat> that's what I've gotta get over. I gotta get my life down into to one suitcase and travel a lot lighter than I do. Um so now this boat will be it's uh it's an um, it's in Mystic, of course it's for sale and it will sell, you know, pretty soon. It's boat season coming up, isn't yeah, it, Archie? Yes it is. <laughs> now how what's the furthest that you took this boat?
0: We sailed to Bermuda.
1: Oh, you did?
0: No, you... the year 2000.
1: 2000, no. How long did you have the boat for?
0: We had the, we've had we had the boat. This will be our 26th year.
1: Wow, 26 years. Yeah. Oh. Um,
0: we used it 25 years.
1: And Archie's birthday, we found out, was the same day as that captain of all those slave ships that had, that repented, had an epiphany and he wrote Amazing Grace.
0: Oh yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: Yes, and he, that. right, and that was, um, that was quite the revelation. Where did you guys meet?
0: We met in Martha's Vineyard, Vineyard Haven, 1962.
1: Martha's Vineyard, Vineyard Haven,
0: mm-hmm. 1962. Yeah, we were, my family was on a sail, a sailing vacation on our boat and Allison's family was doing the same on their boat. And then, as I understand, as I know it to be, it was the only complete family sailing vacation Allison's family ever took on that boat. So it was a fortunate thing for me as it turns out that uh, she was there at the same time as I was because I was Quite happy to, or I was there quite often. I would say, relatively speaking, with my family, and she was there once.
1: And how did you get together?
0: She was cleaning fish. That's her story, not mine. <laughs> and I was sitting on the, on the waterfront with my friend, and uh, she came over because she needed her sleeves pushed up because they were getting in the way of her. Cleaning the fish, and she said, "Hey, you, push up my sleeves, or I'll hit you with this fish." I had
2: a flounder in my hand.
1: No, you you did. Yep. You like
0: so push yep. up her sleeves.
1: You
2: know that started a wonderful friendship. I don't remember what happened after that. I don't remember how. I
0: think how... we just traded information, but I think so. It turned out that I had just gotten my license, but she was too young to go out you got
1: your license for driving yeah
0: oh. i'm almost two years older but not quite so i just got mine and, and I,
2: I i liked his friend
1: you so. like oh he had a friend with him yeah so yeah, i
0: liked his friend so he would bring his friend up to visit i would i'm a sucker and i brought my friend <laughs> up to visit and that's how we carried on the relationship until some point um we my friend got to stay home, and it was just she and I. It's been a
2: wonderful friendship for more than, wow, 62 from, how many years is that? Uh, 62?
0: 62, 2019,
1: 62. Oh, a <laughs> lot. And they are very compatible anyway, because of the sailing and...
0: We're compatible, we're also... Yin and yang. Yes. Definitely.
1: (laughs) 57 years. 57 years. Right. Ta-da. Ta-da. And time is an illusion, so it's just...
0: So it's been a long time. (laughs) not long enough.
1: A long, yeah, a long time. And Allison was a science teacher and taught the eighth grade. And Archie worked at... Everything. (laughs) Um,
0: My last job was at The electric boat in Groton. Right. The submarine factory.
1: The submarine factory. I've never, I'd never heard it that, put it that way.
0: I just made it up. Oh, oh.
1: (laughs) okay. That was the only
0: product, so.
1: But you're retired military as well, right?
0: Yes, as well. I was in the Air Force and National Guard for 30 years. Right. I'm retired from that and from... Electric boat, and from everywhere else.
1: That's right. So I want to thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Love you right back. And we will sail away and sail off. Thank you, Archie. You're welcome. Amazing grace. Indeed. All right. And signing off from beautiful St. Augustine, Florida.
0: See you later. Bye.